0: This is Joe Murata from our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast, but now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke
1: Jennings. Hello again, wrestling fans. Hello again, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast fans, and welcome to episode 22 of the UK's only Memphis wrestling related podcast we are live here from the studios of the old bakery here on YouTube in the video form and coming through your ears on all good podcast suppliers hello and welcome welcome to a new week and uh, what a week it's been Um, If you're from the UK, you've had some heartache and turmoil this past weekend. If you're not from the UK, you've had um, all-star baseball, you've had uh, home-run derbies, you've had uh, excitement personified. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't come home, but this week on the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, we are going home. We are going back to Memphis, baby. We are covering july the twelfth nineteen eighty um we'll be covering a few results in a little bit just um just wanna say that um the last f- past three weeks we've been covering southeastern championship wrestling and um I was missing Memphis basically so I wanted to come back um wanted to come back home uh, to Memphis I've been missing the <clears throat> Excuse me I've been missing the guys so I want to come back to Memphis so as of now we are covering today we're covering July the 12th next week we're covering July the 19th then uh, the week after that so in three weeks time we'll be going uh, through to September um, I think the footage is then basically from September to the end of the year um, It's basically all there um, so we'll go through some results we won't go through all of the results from um, April to July but we'll cover a few um, last week we covered uh, May the fifth, I think, on South Eastern. I can't remember. Um, I do apologize, but um, but a lot of the guys that we saw in South Eastern we'll see coming into um, Memphis. So we'll, we're we're going to see Dutch Mattel. Um We didn't see him yet, but he was in South Eastern with Kevin Sullivan. He'll be coming into uh, Memphis. Um, we'll see. I think we'll see Terry Taylor soon, in a couple of years. I think maybe we'll see Terry Taylor. I think he came to Memphis before he went to um, Mid South, um, and probably be a few others as well. Um, before we start, also rest in peace, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. We had the uh, tragic news of this week um, yesterday. We're we're we recording this Wednesday night, Tuesday the thirteenth. We uh, 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 had the unfortunate news that Paul Ellerin had passed away, which is very sad. Um, Big star in the uh, late 70s to the mid 80s in the territorial uh, ways he was in mid-south he was in memphis um, he was in various other territories and then also became ultimately uh famous in wwf at the time feuding with um, hogan uh, had a great feud with hulk hogan sort of 85 86 87 sort of those few years he had a feud with him um, then obviously went to WCW, uh, had a good run in WCW, former television champion, former tag team champion with Paul Roma. They were pretty wonderful, I think they were called. Um, and that's sort of where he ended his career, I think, is uh, WCW. would go on for quite a few years and go then in, in there. Um, yeah, so rest in peace, Paul Londorff. Um So, like I said, this week we are covering. July the 12th 1980 um, before we start I'd le- just like to say thanks once again for everyone downloading uh, thanks to everyone who's watched we are now on YouTube youtube.com forward slash flash um, if you're not w- watching if you're watching you'll know that because you've seen it if you're not watching just give it a watch um, you'll see me in the corner there hello you see me in the corner and we'll you'll be able to watch along with the episode if you don't want to um, watch it yourself just you know, it's a watch-along podcast if you want it to. Otherwise, just sit back and listen and um, carry on. So visit us, memphiscast.co.uk, for merchandise and memphiscast on Twitter. You can email the show, memphiscast at yahoo.com, and you can find us on Facebook. Just search Memphis Cotton and the Wrestling Cast in the search bar. Uh, no merchandise this week, just wearing a Joey Janella Spring Break 2 t-shirt shirt um, back from when um, I think it's 2016-17 when PCO came back into the limelight, Pierre Carl Ulit. still wrestling now, he wrestled uh, this past weekend at Ring of Honours Best in the World, he teamed up with uh, internet sensation Dan Housen um, but yeah, if you want me if you would like to have me on your podcast, we can talk about this podcast, we can talk about wrestling, whatever uh, if you go to at Memphis Cast, you'll see there I Every few days, I put dates up. I'm available. Um, When this comes out, I will won't be available until the Tuesday, Tuesday night. Because we work four on four off. I'm available sort of every other four days. If you know what I mean. So um, yes. So find find us on social media. Find us on YouTube. Buy some merchandise if you would like the picture that is up the top there of me, Lance and Dave. You can um, get on a T-shirt, which is always fun. So we shall just have a quick glance through our results. Our handy Memphis Continental, uh, handy uh, little bible here. So just cover a few results. Obviously, we don't to be going through months and months of shows. So let's head to let's head to the to so May the twenty-fourth for the television tapings. We saw. Uh, we saw interviews with Sonny King we saw an interview with Jimmy Carr who I'm not totally sure who is Um, I know who he is in this country, he's a comedian um, but I don't know who he is in wrestling Um, we saw Jimmy Valiant defeat Ali Hassan we saw Paul Elyman lose to Bill D Uh, Sonny King came out after Jimmy Hart so the last time we saw members Sonny King had then teamed up with Jimmy Hart so something's happened there Um, We also saw the Blonde Bombers defeat Tony Boyles and David McGee. We saw Carl Fergie defeat Pete Houston. Um, On the the following night, Mid-South Coliseum, on a Sunday, we saw Gypsy Joe and Skull Murphy, who are the Southern Tag Team Champions, defeat Jimmy Valiant and Bobby Eaton. We saw a hospital elimination match. Ken Lucas, Bill Dundee, and Ricky Morton defeated Larry Latham, Wayne Ferris, and Danny Davis. We saw, and that was a there's a few other matches there. We saw attendance of 3490. Um the following there was no TV results for some reason. The following Monday we saw pretty much the same results for 7436. This is Fast forward a little bit. There's TV results for Chattanooga, but there's no TV results for... That oh, was taped in Chattanooga, this one. Uh, June the 14th. We saw handsome Jimmy Valiant defeat Ali Hassan. We saw Paul Ellerin lose to Bild and D. We saw Carl Fergie beat Pete Hudson. We saw... That must have been taped. That was taped in, actually. Some of these results are taped, so you'll get the result. Hold on, I don't know if you'll have to see it there. You'll get the result there but it's also taped so you get a twice kind of thing so let's see what else we saw I don't think we saw anything else really exciting tape things were taped in Chattanooga that was a Nick Gulas show we're seeing a lot more gypsy joe the bull Paul Ellerin is now being known as just a lot of the same sort of guys on the show we will start seeing a few more guys I think from August uh, where Nick Goulas' side of the promotion doesn't promote anymore, basically. Um, if you know your history, I think um, back in the day they split, so it was Jarrett and Goulas, and then in 1980 the Goulas side of things wasn't getting as much attention, or it wasn't getting being as good as the Jarrett side of things, so then Jarrett brought out the Goulas side, which means you'll um, start seeing sort of Bobby eating a bit more, Coco Beware I think starts coming on as well. So, the week we're watching July the 12th, July the 12th, July the 12th, I'm not sure what we're seeing here, what we seeing here, so we're watching the July the 12th show, so I shall give you the results for the week before, so July the 9th. July the 9th. The results for July the 9th TV show. So the Manchurians have now come in. Uh, we've seen the Manchurians um, on uh, Southeastern. So they're now coming in. Uh, July the 10th, 1980, at Madisonville, Kentucky, we saw uh, the fabulous Muller and uh, defeat Wendy Richter. Um, Jerry Lawler is now starting to come and show himself a bit. He's still injured, I believe. He doesn't wrestle for another few months, but I think he's sort of coming out and being on shows because he's obviously, it's been uh, three, four months since he's been injured, so he's now able to sort of show show himself. And I think that's it, really. July the 14th for the Mid-South Coliseum match. We saw Bill Dundee defeat, defeat Killer Kroup. We saw Billy Robinson defeat Paul Ellerin. We see... Bill Irwin defeat Eddie Gilbert. We saw a CWA Tag Team Title Tournament featuring the Blonde Bombers, the Manchurians, Ken Lucas and Rick Morton, Sonny King and El Mongol, Jimmy Valiant and Carl Fergie. Uh, the winners were Jerry Jarrett and Tojo Yamamoto. July the fifteenth, Louisville, Kentucky. We saw Sonny King draw with Carl Fergie. El Mongol defeated Eddie Gilbert. Jerry Jarrett and Tojo Yamamoto defeated the Maturians via DQ. Ken Lucas and Rick Morton defeated the Blonde Bombers and a pole strap cage match. Jimmy Valiant and Bill Dundee defeated Killer Kroup and Paul Ellerin. And I think that sort of brings us up to date. I can't see any results for the show, so... That was taped. Ah, July the 19th. It was taped it was taped on June the twenty-first. It was a ghoulass card. Oh, so this is we're gonna be seeing some ghoulass shows, I think. That's the nineteenth. We're covering the twelfth, aren't we? July the twelfth. It was also taped in Chattanooga. July the twelfth. So we're gonna see yes, yeah, so July the nineteenth and July the twelfth are taped. A week sort of a month in advance, um, yep, and then from there, so then by the time we come back, uh, in September, we'll see a few different matches. So that's enough of me waffling on. Um, let's head down to ringside. First of all, let's open up a cold one. We've got a Duff, a Duff beer. So let's open up a cold one. Cheers, and uh, let's head down the ringside and see what we've got for action today, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode twenty-two of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, the UK's only Memphis-related podcast. We are live in the studios of the Old Bakery. Please enjoy Memphis Wrestling.
0: Dave Brown. We're right along ringside waiting for the action to get underway here on Championship Wrestling and we don't have to wait very long for that opening bout. Oh, you're right. Carl
2: Fergie from Atlanta will be in here today. He'll be going against El Mongol in the opening match. Another single match, David Oswald against Jerry Bryant. We'll have Joe Stark going against killer Carl Krupp and it'll be david mcgee against paul ellering expiration of time tag team match coming up today wayne hall and bob smith team against ken lucas and rick
0: morton by golly i'll tell you in addition to that we got some super things on tape for you as a matter of fact we'll be hearing an interesting story from sputnik monroe additionally we'll have an opportunity to see bill dundee when he won against paul ellering in rough arena in lexington yes. kentucky we'll see some other things in there too and by golly you won't want to miss a minute of it action begins just a moment. We'll take time out right now. Come right back with it.
1: So it's uh, very good to hear Dave and Lance back again. Um, we have missed them the last three weeks. And we've got a entertaining show. We've got some footage from various arenas around the Tennessee territory. And we're going to be hearing from Sputnik Monroe, a legend in uh, Memphis wrestling from back in the day. We've got uh, Ricky Morton and Ken Lucas. No Jimmy Valiant this week, which is a bit disappointing. Hopefully, we'll be able to see him or hear him in the future. Um, I think he's still around. He hasn't quite, he not left quite yet. I don't think. Obviously, Jimmy Valiant does come and go. Um, he was sort of 1985. He's in Mid Atlantic. I think he's in Mid Atlantic. Some some sort of from like 82 onwards kind of thing. But he comes and goes, as is the um, the nature of territorial wrestling. So let's head back down the ringside to see what we've got for our first match. Enjoy. (laughs) Memphis, we're back in Memphis, I love it.
3: One
2: follow, 15 minute time limit match introducing a 228 pounds from Atlanta, Georgia. On the right of your screen, call Fergie. Going against him from Mongolia, 250 pounds, El Mongol, his manager, Jimmy Hart. This is going to be a one-fall, 15-minute time limit match. The referee is Jerry Calhoun.
0: Yogi Calhoun is saying, let's get ready to wrestle in there. El Mongol, of course, with his... Uh
1: so we are back. First match. El Mongol, managed by Jimmy Hart against Carl Fergie. Carl Fergie has been around I believe. I've heard the name previously. I think in the 70s. We are still 1980s. So. And the ever ever present Jerry Calhoun as the referee. El Mongol complaining of the hair pull. He's not got a lot of hair there to pull, just a small uh, pony
2: down to me, Jerry Calhoun, listening ponytail. The, the
1: manager Jimmy Hart has to stay in his chair.
2: Keeping a wary eye on El Mongol.
1: Colin over top. Arm dragged by Carl Fergie. And a second. Still complaining of a hair pull. Jimmy Hart has added to his family. He's added by Killer Carl Klopp and El Mongol since we've left. He's still got Paul Ellerin.
2: Fergie, and others. On, a ring.
1: No, uh, no ring skirt on the ring there, so you can see oh, underneath. Uh, the Carl
2: right there, of the
1: ring. Looks like a decent crowd once again. Can't quite see. It looks like a fairly decent crowd, as you can expect here in the uh, the WMC Fergie's studios. Um, oh, oh,
2: oh. Now hair pulling.
1: Bit of dirty deeds well, done dirt the cheap there by El Mongol. El
2: Mongol, Yank Fergie's hair. Didn't slow Carl down much, though. Right Working the arm, 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 arm here, by Yeah, uh, Carl Fergie. Fergie. We've
1: seen a lot of arm bars and such uh, the last three weeks at South Eastern, so nothing's changed. I'll go at the shoulder joint. El Mongol, blue trunks, black boots, white elbow pad. Carl Fergie, black boots, oh, Fergie. yellow and black and boots. Jerry Calhoun wearing a lovely uh, sort of uh, beige. Referee outfit. I'm about to work on the arm.
2: El Mongol able to get a foot on the bottom rope. Dave
1: Brown on uh, solo commentary at the minute. Lance Russell's either outside or doing some promos.
2: Colin over top.
1: Oh, a bit clever on four out of the back of Fergie.
2: Fergie's having Fergie. none of that. Going headlock.
1: work on the head. Nice, sort of fairly even match here. Neither, neither, neither man getting an advantage Fergie's too much.
2: To back on the ropes. Referee Jerry here oh,
1: wants a break. Big chop there by Mongol. Off the ropes. Off the ropes. Oh, reverse oh, knife edge. Oh jumping forearm there by Mongol. Oh, kicking him with those boots. They don't seem like uh, genuine wrestling boots look a bit uh, a bit uh, suspicious there, shall we say. Oh, big right hand there by Mongol. And again uh, Carl Fergie working his way back. Fingers to the throat there, I think. Behind. Yeah, good uh, good spot there by Dave.
3: El
2: Mongol now working on a pressure point, side of the neck. Bergie on the mat.
1: Tongue and death grip here by El Mongol. Oh, mm-hmm. Mongolian death grip, maybe, as he's from gone.
2: Mongolia. Gone. Left in the time limit. Oh.
1: Carl Fergie trying to get his way out, but he has. Oh, Mongol getting those fingers to the throat behind the ref, behind the referee's back.
2: Mongol with Fergie back on the rope. Well, he's choking the steel out Come on, Jerry. Right get him, back. Get him back, getting back. Irish whip
1: and a Oh, Lovely back body drop there.
2: Over the back. Of the Carl Fergie in the
1: is in danger here.
2: Now cover one. Two count. Two counted, Fergie Carl Fergie's been worked
1: over here now his last sort of minute or so.
2: Coming up on the five minute mark. A chop by El Mongol. Carl Fergie hits the deck. Fergie body slammed. El Mongol steps out on the apron.
1: Oh, he has been caught. Oh, and he's fallen. Oh, he's fallen. Good Lord. Fell off the top rope and caught himself on the top rope. That could have gone horribly wrong there for Mongol. Carl Fergie now. Coming back on a fire of house.
2: He's over there by Jimmy Hart. He's got to be careful.
1: Lance is back. He's finished his cigarette. And... Oh, big back body jump. One, oh, one count.
2: You're
1: not going to beat anyone with a back drop. Oh, lovely slam there by Fergie.
2: Cover, the one.
1: Oh, kick by Mongol. This is a very good match, first opening contest. Oh. oh. Over the top rope. Instant disqualification here in a NWA. Ruled Memphis. Instant dismissal, instant disqualification after throwing him over the the top top rope. rope.
2: The time, 5 minutes 59 seconds, and Fergie start back in the ring. He is in the ring. This match is over, but Fergie,
1: upset. (laughs) This match might officially be over, but unofficially they're fighting. Carl Fergie says, piss you I'm not being thrown over the top rope.
2: Doesn't count, Jimmy. No, that's not it. That. Fergie wins it on disqualification. Again, the time, 5.59. Excellent match. I'll tell you
0: for a fact, an excellent match. And there is Carl Fergie battling hard against El Mongol. Mongol is so vicious, man. He yeah. just, everything in the world, right from that opening bell, the guy really goes after you. And Carl Fergie battling his way back, uh, was making some impressions and inroads on El Mongol. And uh, Mongol, I think, felt at that point it was a good time to get him out. Get him out out of the ring. (laughs) And he he did did with a disqualification. So the winner by disqualification again, Carl Fergie. We got more action. Going to be back to it. Don't you dare go away. Back to Wave Country. Championship wrestling in the ring in just a moment. I want to take time out to remind you folks in Jasper, Indiana, next Thursday, Thursday, July 17th, National Guard Armory. Handsome Jimmy is going to be there. Ken Lucas, Rick Morton will be there. Should be a wonderful night of action coming up Thursday, July 17th. Jasper, Indiana, Thursday, July the 31st. Candleton, Indiana. You'll want to see it all. All right, how about next Tuesday right there in the guards? Man, what a final event. Listen to this one. It's going to be a pole strap match. That is the strap up on top of a 10-foot pole. And the ring will be enclosed in wire. Won't be any skipping out. Bill, Superstar Dundee, Handsome Jimmy Valiant go against Killer Carl Krupp and Paul Ellery. Mm, what a tough match, Billy.
4: You know, Lance, Handsome was just talking to me. He said, Billy,
0: you brought a whip. I had a belt, and Krupp always has his whip. He said, When the going got going, the referee wants to stop it. He said,
4: Let's go to the promotion, ask him for a Handsome Jimmy Stipe match. He said, Let's put the wire around the ring, get the pole, and put the strap on the pole, and the best team will win. Krupp, let, El, Krupp and Ellery, let me tell you something. This is when this little guy's size is going to come in real handy, because I'm going to shimmy up the pole, and I'm going to
0: throw the belt down to Handsome Jimmy Valley, and all hell's is going to break, loose. I can tell you that, Daddy. I've seen you go up those poles before, and here's a guy who's going to be swinging it. Handsome Jimmy. Woo, messy
5: laughter. This is superstar Billy and Handsome Jimmy's match, baby. This is D-Day. This is D-Day, baby. The ultimate brother. This is what's happening. I can't. Cage around the ring, brother, The strap up on the pole. Right. Whoa, I feel good, baby. This is all legal. Can you understand? I'm gonna whip you, Crupp. I'm gonna whip you, Ellis, till I blow up, baby. I can't whip no more, man. I'm gonna get sick. I'm gonna get sick in that red ripping, baby. Whoa, Messiah, right there, baby. This is it. This is what that, baby. I feel good.
0: Baby. Tuesday right. night. Thank you, getting ready right now. You better believe Tuesday night he's going to be double-aught ready. You be there, won't you? Tuesday night, the Garden. I think it comes as no big surprise to anybody who's been around professional wrestling for any length of time to say that Sputnik on the road is controversial. Oh, yeah. As a matter <laughs> of fact, Sputnik. Uh, well, you know was brought in here, and I thought a very, very wise move was... Uh, Tojo Yamamoto and Jerry Jarrett were going against the blonde bombers with Danny Davis out there, going to neutralize a little action. Sputnik had some comments to make, and uh, you got to hear what he had to say. Let's listen to Sputnik.
5: Ask me what the problem is. Let me tell you what the problem is, is ignorance. Jerry Jarrett, this little pencil neck, peach faced puke, called me and asked me to do him a favor. So I did a favor. Now, i beat these guys that they uh you know it takes a fine mind a fine body and perfect coordination to be a great athlete well they evidently got fine bodies no brains they bring in a diamond ring and cadillac man to do a model t job well when you pay you have to when you play you have to pay man so now it's settle up time and they give me they didn't give me no whip daddy no green no line they give me a little shoe shine money man I got expensive habits and expensive tastes. You don't call me and fly me in on an airplane and ride me out of town on a Greyhound bus like I slipped in here with a watermelon rind and a tennis shoe on, Ignorance. So now I want to tell you something. I'm offended. You make me angry, it's like jacking with Mother Nature, Daddy. You don't mess with Mother Nature. You don't mess with the sweet man either. I'm a diamond ring and Cadillac man with expensive taste and the greatest wrestler that ever comes down that pike. And uh, my reputation stands that way and that's the way it is and everybody knows how it is so now you've had the sweet taste of being the winner and then now you're going to have the sweet taste or the bitter taste of defeat because i'm going to slip around on the other side of the ring mr Jarrett, mr tojo yamano yamamoto and all the rest of you i'm going to be over on the other side and you're going to taste how it is for me to be there and when I'm over there now, don't change your mind and come up with some money and a bunch of nickel apologies and tell me you want me back with you because there's no back, baby. I don't go backwards. I only go forwards. And forward it'll be from here on in. It'll be a fight because I'm hot now.
0: Here, the sweet man as he uh, gets down on it, and that's what Sputnik did. He's gone over and joined up with the Manchurian and said, hey, I can take this team and make them into the world's greatest tag team as long as they got that fine mind of Sputnik Monroe. Well, there's two sides to a story, and Tojo Yamamoto and Jerry Jarrett, I think, had at least an explanation you certainly ought to listen to. Let's take a listen.
4: Lance, I appreciate the opportunity for Tojo and I to get to tell our side of the story of the problem with uh, Tojo and myself and Sputnik Monroe. What it actually took place was that we did call Sputnik Monroe to come in and help us with our match against Ferris, Latham, and Dave. Tojo and I had been unsuccessful because Davis was interfering. Sputney came in for us and he did a good job. He did everything that a manager should do when the other managers interfering. We were successful and we won the match. Tojo and I share the gate after that match. I made five hundred dollars and Tojo made five hundred dollars. <laughs> the match and take the abuse and the pain and everything that goes with having a professional wrestling match. If that's not fair with him, then nothing is. The man is sick. I don't know if he got behind and he's trying to catch up, but uh, he can't do it in one night. He can't do it in one match. So, um, I appreciate the opportunity to, to be able to tell the way the thing really went. can I say something, Yes. Yeah. Uh, Moreau, I want to tell
6: you something. i tell you something. You got a little overpaid, and I thought you should be lucky. If it was for me, you wouldn't get, you wouldn't get paid that much. Sputnik, I want to tell you something. I don't want you threatening me and my protégé. You said you're going over the fence. Okay, you can go over the fence. I tell you what, if you want to invite me in the ring anytime, you're ready. I tell you what, you, you, you want to threaten me and my protégé, I tell you what, I'll invite you anytime. You just come in the ring, you sick man.
0: There you have a little family feud going on, but I think it's important that we got both sides of it right there. And, of course, I think you have a little better understanding of it. Now, we're ready for action, David.
2: All right, it's going to be a one-fall 15-minute time limit match in producing from Arkansas at 220 pounds, David Oswald. And going against him from Memphis, Tennessee at 218 pounds, Jerry Bryant.
3: Match one-fall
1: 15-minute time limit. So this is a sort of a, a match of jobbers, really. We've seen these guys before, but we've seen them on the losing end of everything. We've got Jerry Bryant, white singlet. David Oswald, still looking down, a little uh, bit like Jerry Lawler, wearing red trunks, uh, so we saw there in been, interviews, uh, uh, Sputnik Monroe, was a legend then, in the uh, 60s and 70s in this area, for Jerry in there. and in America really, um, and then we also saw Jerry Jarrett, promoter, and his um not protégé the opposite of protégé sort of uh inspiration tojo yamamoto uh they were tag team champions tag team partners back in the 70s I think um, if you speak to different generations of Memphis fans uh, do, one of their um, favourites will be Tojo run. Yamamoto to that. Uh, be him face or heel he's a very popular like wrestler is um, right he's still in, is still hanging around right as a manager as a heel of manager sort of, I've seen no him in watching, like 85 see Memphis but yeah, that's what's happening Sputnik Monroe felt like he was cheating out of money and after helping Jerry J Jarrett and Ooh, Tojo against the, top against top against the white against the blonde oh, no, bombers, and he's on. now bringing in the Manchurians those to times, face Jerry Earth, Jarrett Brian. and Tojo um, in the near future. nice, a nice, even match here by the two gentlemen, considering I'd they usually get their asses into, kicked. Uh, uh, every week
0: like Brian, Jerry Oswald working the head here of, Jerry, B- of Jerry Bryan, David, oh, lovely, lovely backs, of Jerry Bryan. Barry Barry back, Bryant. sorry,
1: David Oswald lovely, lovely back suplex there by Jerry Bryan absolutely wonderful suplex there belly back, if you will top, and air, uh, oh, a lovely slam for one count, jesus David Oswood sort of flapping around like a dead fish there, but uh, oh, right on the ass! Jesus, lower back a dud landed right in his buttocks, directly on the buttocks. And there
0: will be no count side headlock on the mat. Jerry Bryant hanging in there as uh, this is a one fall 15 minute. We're two and a half minutes into action right at this point. Jerry Bryant trying to hang on, but Oswald rolls him back. Whoa, he may have had the tights. We couldn't really see from this side in there. Jerry Bryant, I think, was confirming. Now he's got a straight pin. He had a one.
1: Well, maybe he had the other hand. Maybe we read it wrong. David Oswald here, doing a, a bit of dirty deeds right here, grabbing the, the hand trunks, hand trying, to the the, uh, to, uh, really trying to get the Bryant Jerry Bryant off him, trying to so get the, um, the, the advantage for pinning Jerry Bryant, so don't forget Oswald to follow us at MemphisCast on Twitter, MemphisCast.co.uk for merchandise, don't forget to follow and listen to fellow podcasters, our Vantage Point podcast, OVP podcast, Uh, Booking the Territories, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, uh, uh, Mid-South TV Review, Um, you've got Jim Cornette's various things, Conrad's uh, ever-growing enterprise of podcasts, Um, you can find us at onestopwrestling.com com forward slash podcasts where there's a whole list of podcasts um, we like to share other podcasts on the twitter um it's all about collaboration over competition we're all in this thing together we're all in this sort of podcasting uh, world together there's no need to be taking sort of snide shots at each other because we're all doesn't matter if you're me or if you're conrad you're all in the same window you all started off at the same thing it's just that some of us have got um, experience, some of us have got more uh, money, some of us have got more uh, exposure than others, but we're all still doing podcasts, same as the whole wrestling world, well, it doesn't matter if you're Vince McMahon or if you're Billy Bob Jones working Jones or so you're still in the same business. So it's all collaboration over competition, so don't forget to... Uh, Follow and listen to Coming other podcasts. Half, Hopefully, maybe one day Ronson. I'll be able to be a guest on someone else's podcast. Like I said, um, if you follow us at Memphis Cast, you'll be able to see when I'm available. Or you should just post I'm available for the next four days or whatever. I'd like to come on, chat about wrestling. I, you know, I am a wrestling fan of now thirty years. Coming up November thirty years, no thirty-one years. November thirty-one years. 31 years. You know, I like to talk about wrestling. I don't really watch modern wrestling. I follow it on Twitter. Um, I've got my own views about it, as most people have. But, um, yeah, I like to talk about wrestling, regardless of what it is, British, Mexican, Japan, whatever. Talk, talk, them. So, uh, collaboration over competition. Back to the match. It's a nice, even match here between uh, Brian and Oswald. You wouldn't see this normally from these two. These two, like I say, are usually getting their asses kicked by the likes of Jimmy Valiant or Paul Elleryn or such and such. One, two, three. Lovely flying clothesline there by Jerry Bryant. Much to the applause of the crowd the winner jerry brand really <laughs> put him down hard
0: david oswald count it out dave how about the time
2: five minutes 31 seconds
0: Ooh. five minutes 31 seconds good match. man you doggone right it was a good match just oswald whipped him in blasted him with that uh, elbow a couple of times in there and the son of a gun had his opportunity to go for the pins, Bryant was able to kick his way out. And on that third elbow to the well once too often, Bryant went under and came back really close lined. He strung him out in there and got a three count. And that one is history in there with Jerry Bryant, the winner. We've got more action. You're going to have a chance to see Bill Dundee and Jimmy Valiant in action against Ellering and Krupp. And that action will be coming up in just a moment. And we will
1: be back after this short message promotional
5: consideration paid for by the following well let me tell you something brother you're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast stick around brother and follow the show at Memphis Cast follow me at Wes Runth and Luke J brother follow friends of the show at Mid-Atlantic Pod at OVP Podcast at Bottom Line Cast at ExtremeCast at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Booking the Territory and Patreon.com backslash OVP Podcast, brother. Like and subscribe to Mid-South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild
1: on you? Ooh. <coughs> That's the, uh, that's the hype train. All aboard. Choo-choo! Wait, can I ask you a question first of all? Go oh, right ahead. You
6: know the definition of a windjammer?
3: No, I really don't. It's
6: now. the agonising screams of a trapped
3: turd. What <laughs> at that Tell, but
0: whoever he was, get around, and we some action in a couple of matches. As a matter of fact, Dave, that I think the fans will be interested in seeing. One of them was about that took place in the Mid South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, it found the pairing of an interesting tag match when Paul Ellering, the big Southern Heavyweight Champ, and the mercenary out of Mannheim, Germany, Killer Carl Krupp, teamed together. Jimmy Hart's boys, and uh, you'll see him a little bit later today. As a matter of fact, and they went against Handsome Jimmy superstar bill dundee this was in the mid-south coliseum memphis tennessee look at his tag match double-handed chop on dundee dundee flying press one two but the killer breaks it up and handsome jimmy going after the killer Dundee grabs whatever it was that Ellering had,
1: while Valiant and Krupp were fighting on the floor, referee Paul Morton trying to get that out. Turned it down really so you could hear me. There's a brawl outside. Crowd's going absolutely crazy as you can imagine, these four athletes in the ring. Dundee roll up one, two, one, two oh good three, lord, what a fast count there by Paul Warren, Good god almighty! What a count! Jesus Heffen Christ. What a sensational He must have needed to get out and catch his bus. Oof, lordy. The winners there, Dundee. Win it, uh, Dundee and Valiant, which is obviously leads the to the tag k- upcoming there? Cage uh, I think strap one of the Pole match.
0: Uh, was the fact that Dundee did, in fact, pin Paul Ellery. Because it was a tag match, obviously not a Southern heavyweight title match. Handsome Jimmy was kind of scuffling it up with a killer in there, and uh, it turned out to be a most exciting action with Dundee and Valiant winning that. Uh, There was a return Southern Heavyweight title match, and it took place in gigantic uh, Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky. The championship cameras were right up there, and I think you may be interested in seeing the single match with uh, Paul Ellering and Bill Dundee. Watch the entire thing now. Let's take a look. There is that shoulder in Ellering's stomach again.
1: As we see... Bill Dundee challenge Paul Elleryn for the uh, AWA's the Southern Glammed Heavyweight title. Can't see covering. the crowd, A sort of a dark arena. We are in Lexington, Kentucky. Hotbed of wrestling. One, don't kick out there. But he gets Not right sure the who overall. the referee is there. I think it might be Eddie Marl or Tommy Marlin, I think. I'm sure Lance will tell us. Oh. Eloran must elbow, and now fighting for his title, needs to keep his title. Needs to defeat Bill Dundee if he wants to keep his title, shall we say? The Minnesota Muscle Mouth. Oh, what took a drop kick to the tape there by Bill Dundee? One, two, two count. That's a good count there. And considering the last match we saw where Paul on the count of three in about one second. Big <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> knee there by Bill Dundee. They're eleven minutes into this match. It sounded like there was a forty-five minute time limit maybe. Right it could have been because it's a tournament, it's could've been an hour. But they're eleven minutes in. Poor well, the both men look like board they've board actually uh beaten the holy shiter out of each other. Drop down by Dundee. Oh, sleeper hold, sleeper
0: hold.
1: rift. Oh, oh, what a manoeuvre there by Paul Ellering. Oh, Ellerin launched, launched Dundee right into the referee. Children, the referee Marlin. Oh, was right, Tommy Marlon? Is, is that a ramp?
0: Is that a ramp? Not
1: sure. Oh, big back, back body drop by Bill Dundee. He may be in tiny in stature, but he's uh, big in spirit, this Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee's now got a chain. Who's that? That's two Karl rings. Krupp. That's two, two rings. Carl Krupp, Krupp no is in, the ring. in the ring. And he is the German from Germany. <laughs> Referee's calling for the bell. Referee's Here calling. It comes Jimmy Valiant. The handsome man's in. Attacking killer Karl Krupp. After Krupp, now after Jimmy's now trying to save his friend Bill Dundee from these two. Oh, Carl Krupp now attacking Krupp Jimmy Valiant. Coming out, whipping him like a dog. Whipping him Jimmy. like a red headed stepchild, as JR I would say. Oh, Carl Krupp annihilating Jimmy Valiant with that riding crop. Whipping him. Look, like he's, he's running the Grand National. Or the Kentucky Derby, if you will. Looks like two rings, I think. I think that's what it is. Jimmy Valiant now coming in with a chair.
0: Ellering falling at a timer's <laughs> table. Croup goes out with Valiant with a chair. The winner, by disqualification, it's going to be bill
1: dundee yes it was two rings well there you had the there's a two ring dundee battle dundee royal has, uh, recorded this from lexington kentucky which was won by tojo yamamoto two.
0: what would have happened if the killer hadn't come in there well that's speculation anybody can say um so we don't know but we do know what did happen it was a whale of fight when I want yes paid. it was <laughs> and dundee gets the win but not the belt as, no. a, as a matter of fact the belt stays of course with ball. and uh that was tough action we got some more of that tough action coming up championship wrestling be back in just a second
1: women children white black it doesn't matter they're there to enjoy the wrestling they're there for a good time oh yeah plenty of action yes
0: yeah. come right here on channel threes uh, three's championship wrestling action do want to tell you about the entire cart told you about the main event worth the price of admission alone that whole wire match That's coming up. But the opening bout is going to be El Mongol against Eddie Gilbert. Sonny King will be going against Carl Fergie. Grudge match the Manchurians with Sputnik Monroe right at ringside in their corner going against Tojo Yamamoto and Jerry Jarrett in Louisville. Then a no time, no disqualification. Boy, you can forget all the rest. The title's not on the line. Only action when Ken Lucas and Rick Morton go against the Blonde Bombers with Danny Davis along ringside. And remember, no time no disqualification then the final match this is going to be the pole strap match with a ring enclosed in wire when killer carl croup and paul ellering will be going against the team of bill superstar dundee handsome jimmy valiant all happens tuesday
2: 15 minute time limit match coming up that's joe stark standing in the ring there on the right side referee jerry calhoun on the left waiting for killer carl
6: What a great day, Russell. I love this. Back-to-back. Two of the greatest athletes in the world. My champions, baby. Killer Carl Krupp, the European champion, and Paul Ellering. Back-to-back.
0: Woo! Marvelous. Boy, he is really exuberant. His jaw must get getting better. He's cheerleading a little bit more now. Okay, David, how about the introduction?
2: Joe Stark on the right of your screen will weigh in at 225 pounds from Arkansas. On the left of your screen with his manager, Jimmy Hart, from Mannheim, Germany, at 261 pounds. Killer, Carl Krupp. This is a one-fall 15-minute time limit match. Referee, Jerry Calhoun.
1: Calhoun telling... uh... So we have Joe Stark, Meinhelm, Joe Stark from Kansas versus Killer Karl Krupp from Meinhelm, Germany. Joe Stark, go. blue singlet, white boots. Right killer Karl, black, right black and red trousers, Blanked black boots. The right Came in, did a goose step, did the old salute, and, uh, and nothing was said since 1980, and we still believe in Nazis.
2: Stark thrown out of the ring between the ropes. There's been no talk of Ali Hassan,
1: Um, he was in some of those results we saw, I haven't heard him mentioned in this um, episode, I don't think he's, I think he's gone,
2: Um, obviously there's no
1: explanation, Um, he's gone, he, from what I um, remember from Jim Connett, tweeting me saying he was um, based in Indianapolis, he he drove the ring for uh, Dick the Bruiser's group, then obviously went on to become Jack Krueger, angry shouty ref, uh 1980's 67-8, that area. Uh he's a big, uh, big hit over there with, o, with the OVP guys. Joe and uh, Quinn, angry ref, angry shouty ref, Jack Krueger.
2: Uh, as you can imagine,
1: Karl Krueger here is having his way with Joe Stark,
2: absolutely annihilating him of two ropes now on tangle the killer Carl right on him he's got his right hand
1: uh, wrapped up yeah, and taped so i'm, I'm guessing he uses that as in. a weapon
2: we supposed to stay in a ring he threw him out of there a couple of there's another the jab stark off the ropes
1: twitch stark's bouncing around like a pinball, but the but pinball is actually getting beaten here by the german
2: we're a minute and a half into the action
1: Ref, come on, ref, he's choking him.
2: There's a choke by Killer Carl. On, Jerry trying to get it broken up.
1: Choking We're the life of Joe Stark here. Come right right on, back to ref, the ref.
2: Stark on, ref, out.
1: Gonna end up disqualified in a minute. Good time time Lord.
2: Carl. A five count <laughs> oh, into the head. Head in the, the turnbuckle, if you will. Headed back to the dressing room
1: oh he's Oh, boot to the midsection. Oh, there's a cover by one. group. One two. Two, It's and all over. It, Your turn. winner, Killer Carl Kroon. Two
2: minutes, 19 seconds to time on it. And Joe Stark, boy, he gave him a battle. He was going for him, but he just couldn't get it going. His Kroop was all over him from the opening bell and
0: kept it that way. He didn't let reputation slow him down one bit, I'll tell oh. you for a fact, in there, as uh, Joe Stark was giving him what he had. He was the giving son of him a shot. sure was. was. In there against a really rugged one in there. Wheel, so the killer. On, ring
6: the bell, ring the bell. Let's get the zone. The second champion, baby. Come yeah, on, I know.
0: we got another one coming right up and we do in get fact.
3: Come
0: on. I'm back with you. Right. Uh, Jimmy Hart all excited about Getting the next bout started, and they're in the ring, Dave, so let's just go on with the next action.
2: It will be a one-fall 15-minute time limit match on the right of your screen. From Louisville, Kentucky, 189 pounds, David McGee. And on the left of your screen, from Melrose, Minnesota, 235 pounds, with his manager, Jimmy Hart, the holder of the Southern heavyweight title, Paul Ellering, one-fall.
1: 15 minute time. We are straight back into action, no gap here. Jimmy Hart is back out. David McGee, blue singlet. I don't know what I'm looking at the camera for, I don't know what's going on. Against David McGee, against the Minnesota Muscle Mouth, Paul Ellering, White Trunks, White Boots, in there with Jimmy Hart. He is the current AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion. He has been that now for quite in a few months.
2: A powerful, powerful
1: man. no Defeating many a man to regain the that title. Retain that title even. Retain. That, uh, as you can very see, very as you can you imagine, Paul Ellerin and did, starting off a, the offensive. Right using his up, power up, against David, right David McGee.
0: Right him, oh, what a
1: power whip into oh, the corner. Good lord that's how strong snapmare by Ellerin Ooh, elbow Drops drop. A big elbow. This could all be over One, on David McGee. Two. Oh no, kick out two by down. David McGee beautiful powering down on, on David McGee,
0: McGee. oh he banged him, oh he put McGee down David thwarted right from the very beginning. Ellering, straight up, run, bang, drops him. Body slam. Well, you're looking at a guy that held a world record of 745 and a quarter pounds. Yeah, Jimmy. And the deadlift record, it was broken in 1978. Powerful. Oh, knee to the midst.
2: We're a minute and a half in, and I'm sure to McGee it seems like an hour and a half about you now. No, that's point. the
0: truth.
1: Oh. Ellering yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. well, easily picks him up in the air. Another big slam there by Paul Ellering. Using his power, using his strength there to just toss David McGee around like a bag of sugar. Hold him up Having over his way head. here with David Arguably McGee, as you would imagine, here he being the AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion and being the big muscle years man that he is. He oh, oh. oh, bear hug! This is going to, going to be over, I think. to squeeze there, the life out, like out of David McGee. McGee's trying to fight He's his way out of it. McGee's trying to fight his Fire way out, but tighter. I don't think he's going to be able to make it.
0: Trying
1: to Still trying to, to fight. Trying to force him out. Oh. Power, of power there, Paul Lollarin. Can't remember, keep him. checking if he's, pin, he's pin it. The oh, what a lovely down manoeuvre. Down what down a lovely man! What there a manoeuvre. Good Lord, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Bear hug pin. Squeezing the life out of David McGee. and just sits him down on his shoulders. Absolutely amazing maneuver there by the Minnesota Muscle Mouth. And your reigning AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion, Paul Ellerin. Still held him up in the air with his shoulders down on the mat.
0: Powerhouse. No doubt about it. Okay, we got you. 2.39 the time. Two minutes, 39 seconds. Winner, Paul Ellering, as he defeated David McGee with that Bear Hogan pin on it. We've got more action coming up. Be back to it in a moment.
2: To the expiration of time at a total weight of 492 pounds on the left of your screen from colorado springs colorado wayne hall and from jackson tennessee bob smith going against him at a total of 414 pounds on the right of your screen from las vegas nevada ken lucas and from nashville tennessee rick morton a match to the expiration of time referee jerry calhoun
1: main event time here. We've got Bob Smith and Wayne Hall against the AWA Southern Tag Team Champions Ken Lucas and Ricky Morton. Exploration of Time match so whoever gets the most falls over the time wins. Uh, I think you can uh, think you can guess who's gonna win I won't spoil anything I've never seen any of these matches but you can just guess who's gonna win I am watching this with you live so if you've never watched Memphis I've never watched Memphis I've watched some stuff obviously I've never seen these episodes so we've got Ken Lucas starting off with Bob Smith Ken Lucas tagging a Ricky Morton who carries on working the head to Bob Smith Ricky Morton, uh, blue and red trunks, white boots. Bub Smith, black, singlet, white boots. Ricky Morton given up a good £100 here against Bub Smith. But as we know, Ricky Morton has got fight for days. What he what he lacks in weight, he more than has in uh, heart and determination. Ricky Morton tags in. Ken Lucas carries on the headlock to Bub bub tags into Wayne, hey, Wayne Hall, who's coming Colorado, in with a red and white singlet. And Kenny Lucas just that side headlock Ken Lucas continues to work the head of Wayne Hall off the ropes. Oh, shotgun tackle by Ken Lucas and goes down back, down to and right
0: back to the headlock. Tag Rick to Ricky Morton,
1: who comes in and continues the headlock. Wayne Hall. Oh, tried to power his way out, but Ricky Morton held on like a bulldog. He had that bulldog determination there. Carried on, holding on to the headlock. Shoot off by Wayne Hall. Drop down, headlock bugger Ricky Morton. Headlock City, baby. Ken Lucas back in now with the headlock. Headlock takedown. Shoulders of Wayne Hall are down. Well, he's, he's done well. He's got a good amateur background, and as far as pure wrestling ability, he's one of the finest you'll see.
2: He and Ken Lucas make a fine team because uh, Kenny uh, has never claimed to have the, the wrestling finesse. He's a street fighter. Boy, you put that finesse and Morton and the street fighter and Lucas together, and you've got yourself quite a team, and they do currently hold the belts. Wayne Hall in there now, Colorado Springs, Colorado, whoa, Rick Shoulders roll down to the mat, referee though, trying to keep uh, Bub Smith out on the apron where he belongs, I think Bub is
1: Rick Morton here's got the, uh, the Rick Flair-esque hairdo, for those of you are not watching, the, those beautiful blonde locks, not quite as long as they would be when he was in the rock and roll, but... We're still a good two, goes about, uh, 230, two years from rock and roll, I think. Um, they, motion, and I think they honed their skills here he in Memphis One before they went off to Mid-South in to late 83 with the talent exchange forward that they had that when Bill Dundee was the booker and went over to do some booking for Bill Watts because Mid-South was on a bit of a decline.
3: They surprised the wrestling world when they were able to win the Southern Tag title.
0: Came as a real upset, but we've said it before. I, I I, think while still a lot of people make them underdogs when they go into a match, I think they've proven they're for real. They're not just uh, a luck fortunate set of guys that happen to win a championship one night. Oh, oh, oh referee telling Rick Morton, keep out of the hair, but he does it again.
2: Interesting counter to uh, Hall, who was had ideas twice of so sending Rick flying into the ropes. He was going to whip him in there, but Rick caught his hair and yeah. prevented that.
1: Oh, my hand got stuck in his hair. Yeah. Son of a gun. So uh, the team of Lucas and Morton continue to work the head. And uh, hey, Bob, Rick and Morton and Rick. doing a few little sort of uh, heelish maneuvers, on. grabbing the hair and stuff. But the crowd find it entertaining. And here comes Bub Smith. We said Bob Smith uh, outweighs Ricky Morton by a good hundred pounds, I would imagine here. But Rick has no uh, oh, has no difficulty in taking him down with the arm drag. Attack to Lucas. Oh, kick to the arm there by Lucas.
0: Arm bar.
1: Tack to Wayne Hall.
0: Tag on Wayne Hall. And Hall and uh, Smith have been rather active in tagging in and out,
3: also.
1: Colin noble top. Lucas. Lucas with Wayne the knee Hall. of the gut. Oh, lift, knee, knee lift. On Wayne Hall. And again, million-dollar-esque. Tack to Vicky Morton. Over the shoulder. Rick Morton pulls the knee pad down, Oh, Knee to the, the chest, one, covers, one, two, oh kick out. Quite a few a uh, fast, uh, quite a few pinfall attempts there by Ricky Morton. Oh, roll him one, over. one, come go on Riff, covers, two. two. Oh no, oh, just. Got that right up. Oh, stump to the face. And a chin lock. Hopefully you can hear me okay, we've got this lovely new mic, hopefully it's uh, it's, uh, it's an easy listening experience. I've listened to a few bits of it and it sounds okay. Um, it's And yeah, got the weight
3: advantage on top of Rick, Rick had struggle just barely got that right shoulder up, almost dropped the first
0: ball, but they're still in it, reverse face lock. Rick has him chin locked securely in there, no choke, he's got it right on his chin. Hanging right on is Rick Morton with Wayne Hall battling at it he tried Wayne couldn't get him in about three attempts now he tags out to Ken Lucas they're gonna have to get him softened up a little bit more
1: and that's one way of softening him up
2: one of the quickest ways
1: so we're quite a while into this match we haven't had a first fall yet um it doesn't, uh, that shows um, how good Ken Lucas and Ricky Morton are. But they can't get a pin on these two um, gentlemen. But they're uh, working them over. Working the head, working the arm. Obviously there's no flips and dips and shit like that here in Memphis. Ricky Morton's in. Oh, big knee to the gut of Wayne Hall. He's got a stump puller and going forward, one, the leg up, one, oh, no, no, went for the stump, pull up in, one, one, two, two. but and Wayne Hall kicks out, chin lock again, Wayne Hall and Bubsmith are putting up a good show here, kicking out of a lot of offensive manoeuvres. Oh,
0: yeah. ...leg with a weight up on top, but Hall determined, kicking around, drops with a leg, lower leg in the uh, middle of the back on Wayne Hall, Referee checks for a choke. There is none. Just a good chin lock. Reverse face lock he's got on him.
1: Tag from Ken Lucas over to Rick Martin. Ken Lucas, too, he uh, talking to the crowd? To pin? Uh, I said pin, a, uh, tag. Oh, Ken Lucas there. Uh, eight minutes we've right had here, ladies and gentlemen. But still no pin. Ken Lucas. Oh. Uh, Oh, I don't know what that was about. One, two, three. Yes. First four. Ricky Morton with a jump over for no reason. we got to take time out.
0: We'll be right back. We're going to be back in the ring with Channel 3's Championship Wrestling coming up in a moment. Hey, a quick reminder to you folks around Jasper, Indiana, Thursday. Next Thursday, July 17th, National Guard Armory Championship Wrestling comes your way. Now, Tuesday night, we talked about, uh, about a little bit earlier. I want to continue on that one. That's The pole strap match for the strap is at the top of a 10-foot pole. Ring enclosed in wire. Handsome Jimmy Valiant, Bill Dundee on one side and on the other side. Take a look at this. Paul Ellering and the big mercenary from Mannheim, Germany, killer
6: Karl Kruse. Take note, Mr. Russell, and give me credit for imagination and intelligence. Look at my heart. Look at the physique of this man. Then I look at the physique of Mr. Dundee. Yes, he is a very athletic-looking young man. But I look at the physique of Mr. Valiant, (laughs) as I call him, Big Bird from Sesame Street, Mr. Valiant. And I wonder where Mr. Dundee's athletic intelligence has gone to, this long, tall drink of water that prances around the ring like he's 98 cents short of a dollar. He is screaming about the strap match. <laughs> My good friend, Mr. Paul Ellering, will be waiting at the bottom of the pole, and I will be tossing our opponents to watch. him. And I'll say, catch Mr. Ellering. Here comes Dundee, Mr. Ellering. Catch Mr. Ellering. Here comes Big Bird from Sesame, handsome Jimmy Valiant. And when we get the strap off the top of the pole, (laughs) all hell will break loose. Okay, Paul Ellering, uh,
0: Killer Carl Krupp, of course, manager Jimmy Hart will be out there. But the ring will be enclosed in wire, the strap on the pole. You'll be there Tuesday. When You've used all the time, you've used all the time, so we can't bring them back in for another.
1: So we have used all the time on the television so we have used all the time on the television show. Just to give you an update on Killer like Carl Krupp. I just wikipedia'd him. And he was a Dutch born professional wrestler. Famous during the 1970s and early 80s. He was born in the Netherlands and was a child during the Nazi occupation of his home country. Sometime after the war he emigrated to the United States. He uh he came to Memphis in 1980, where he eventually joined Jimmy Hart's first family of wrestling stable and tangled with Jerry Lawler. He returned before long to Atlantic Canada. However, he would, however, where he would have a memorable run in Atlantic Grand Prix Wrestling, holding the European title and feuding with the Great Malumbo and Hercules Cortez. In the mid-1980s, near the end of his career, he feuded with Angelo Mosca around Southern Ontario. By the end of 1983, he began wrestling in the Dallas, Texas-based territory, uh, uh, world-class championship wrestling. He uh, tagged with Fritz von Erich. He also tagged with a gentleman by the name of Karl von Stroheim. Um, They did the um, German gimmick back in the day. Um, I'm guessing he did the German gimmick with Fritz von Erich as well. Yeah, yeah, he did a sort of a, a German a gimmick with Fritz von Erich in all Japan. So that's just a little update there for you fans there who don't know who Killer Karl Group is, but may have heard of the name. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you very much for listening and watching. Uh, that has been July the 12th, 1980, live from Memphis. This has been episode 22 of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Once again, please do not forget to download, subscribe, listen, share, retweet. Follow us on, Inst- on Facebook, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Follow us on Twitter, at MemphisCast. Go to memphiscast.co.uk for some merchandise. Go If you are listening... Haven't watched, please go to youtube.com forward slash Flash Muta and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. I have been your host, Mr. Luke Jennings. This has been Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and until next week.
7: When it's spring again, I'll bring again. Tulips from Amsterdam With a heart that's true I'll give to you Tulips from Amsterdam I can't wait until the day you fill These eager arms of mine Like the windmill keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam. Spring again, oh I'll bring again Tulips from Amsterdam With a heart that's true I'll give to you Tulips from Amsterdam I can't wait until the day you fill These eager arms of mine Like the wind keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Share these tulips
3: from Amsterdam